about boundaries. Boundaries are like a fence and we're going to talk about what it is and what it isn't to make it really clear for you because this is so helpful. It's such a helpful thing to have in your life so that you know that you will always be okay in any situation. So let me give you some examples of a boundary. First, what a boundary isn't. It isn't ever to control another person. In our lives, you'll find lots of examples of people who set a boundary for themselves in the wrong way. What they actually do is they try to dictate what someone else may or may not do. So tell me if some of these might sound familiar to you. Here are some examples of boundaries that are set in the wrong way. If I'm on a diet, then I don't want anyone else to tempt me with foods that are bad for my diet. Another one, when I get home from work and I'm tired, no one else should be in a bad mood or demand things of me. And my last example, when we have plans on Saturday, I don't want my partner to make plans with anyone on Sunday. Now, those might be pretty obvious ones. You are obviously trying to control what other people offer or do. But let's do a few that sound a little more confusing because a lot of us believe that we have these boundaries and they just make sense. No one will physically hurt me. My partner will not cheat on me. My kids will not cheat, not steal, not lie, not skip their homework, not get in trouble at school, etc. So you might be thinking right now, are you kidding me? Like those are those aren't supposed to be boundaries that you have. How can you not have those? What are we supposed to just let everyone else walk all over us? And the answer is basically no and yes, <laughs> but don't worry, I'm going to explain. The yes part that is yes, we actually can allow all of the human beings around us to be human and to have complete control over their choices. We actually can. And that's the benefit of allowing for free will and free choice for others. Now, stay with me for just a second and think about this. Even the things that you feel like you have to do in life, you have to pay your taxes, you have to take care of your kids, you have to not kill anyone on purpose or not cheat on your spouse. These are all things that we choose to do, that you want to do. Maybe you don't always feel like you are super motivated all the time to file your debt taxes or to change that diaper, etc. But you actually do want to do those. And how do you know that you want to? Because you do them. You do them willingly. To prove that you don't have to answer this, is there even one single person out there who has not done those things? And of course there is. Is there at least one person out there who didn't pay their taxes? Of course. And someone else who didn't take care of their child, there is. And of course, there's more than one person who has ever done any of those things. And so when you tell yourself that you have no choice, the truth is 
you just don't want the consequence of not doing it. So you want to do it to avoid that consequence. And the only reason that you would want to be aware that you want to do it versus you have to do it is because it feels a whole lot better when you are doing it. You can pay your bills and actually be grateful that you have the opportunity in your life to pay for electricity and so to have electricity. Or you can be grateful that you have a place to live, which means you can be happy to pay your mortgage or your rent. When you realize that you want to take care of your child instead of you know, feeling resentful that you have to, it just feels better. Instead of feeling like everything in your life was just thrust upon you and you can't get out of it. So let me go back for a minute. If you are allowing everyone else to have free will, okay, understood. Now, what about these boundaries that sound like they would make sense? You don't want to allow someone else to hurt you, right? Or to cheat on you. You don't want your kids to get in trouble. The thing about this is, though, if we truly cannot control others, even if we tell them that we have set a boundary, we can still ask for what it is that we want and we can communicate that we have this boundary, but it's not actually a boundary because you cannot enforce your will ultimately over someone else. What those really are are requests that you're making of someone and they are only requests if you actually communicate those things to them. And in the end, you can't ultimately force them to follow your rule. So that is why those requests are not boundaries. So what a boundary actually is, is when you let someone else know what it is that you will do in this situation. Now we're talking about you having complete control over enforcing that boundary. So let's redo those last few examples. If someone tries to hurt me, I will leave or I will run away or I will call the police, whatever it is that you decide. If my partner cheats on me, I will separate from him or her or I will go to therapy to help me decide what it is that I want to do. If my child cheats, steals, lies, etc., there will be a consequence and this is what it is specifically Now, in all of those cases, you might tell someone what the consequence is ahead of time. But then again, you might not tell someone that ahead of time. The thing is, you don't have to communicate it. You just have to know what it is that you're going to do in those situations. Deciding what it is that you are going to do, that's the boundary part. You know that you have a boundary when you decide ahead of time what you will do. That's it. Obviously, you aren't going to walk through life sharing all of your boundaries with everyone that you meet. No one walks into the workplace and gives all of their coworkers and their supervisor a list of what it is that you will do if anyone talks about you or treats you badly. No one generally walks into a public place and announces to everyone, Just so you all know, (laughs) if you come into my personal space or you try to hurt me, this is what I will do. Your boundary is just set when you decide 
even if it isn't communicated with anyone else. And even when it's time to enforce that boundary, at that point, you still might not communicate what it is that you're going to do. You might just do it. When it comes to children, I do recommend that you let them know what consequence happens for certain things ahead of time. The trick is to extract all of the drama and the emotion out of it. So if you break a rule, if a child breaks a rule, this is what will happen. It's very tempting when a rule is broken to respond emotionally with the thought that this rule shouldn't have been broken. But that's actually not helpful at all to the child. The fact of the matter is the rule was broken and there is a consequence set up ahead of time. So the consequence can just be enforced and life goes on. And then you have shown your child that if a rule is broken, the consequence follows. That lesson without the drama is helpful to a child, even a teenager, even really any everyone else in your life. The trickiest part of all of this is that sometimes you set a boundary and then when the first part happens, whatever the circumstances that would trigger your pre-planned action, then we can sometimes fight ourselves to actually put the plan into place. We feel bad. We want to give someone a, someone one more chance. We don't want to be a bitch. We don't want to seem mean to other people, et cetera, et cetera. But we have to realize that if we don't apply the action, then we really don't have a boundary. And we have to take the responsibility for not following through. It's not the circumstances fault that we are not following through. Let me give you an easy little example. My dog, Charlie, is adorable, love her to death, but she barks when she wants to go out. You probably just heard her bark a, couple, a minute ago. <laughs> and she barks when she wants to come back in. We have electric fence set up in the front yard and also in the backyard. So she will bark all day long to go in and out. Why? Because it works, of course. She barks and I let her out. So if I decide to set a boundary, like when she barks, I won't let her out until she is waiting quietly and stops barking. Then if she barks and I get hugely aggravated and I call her a pain in the ass and then I let her out anyway because I don't feel like waiting, it definitely does not teach her anything. And it's not her fault that that's happening. It only gets me aggravated because I am not following through on my own boundary. When she barks, I have to be patient enough to wait until she stops and show that she's waiting patiently and then I let her out. Why? Because that's what I chose as my boundary. I chose that if she barks, I will ex essentially ignore her until she's done. And the very last trick that I want to share with you is that the reason for choosing a boundary is actually not to ultimately or eventually change someone else's behavior. It is for us. So in my example, if I only choose to ignore her barking because I think that she's going to quickly learn to stop barking to go out, I might be sorely disappointed. She might learn that and she might not. That ignoring 
and then letting her out when she stops might go on for a long time. It might go on forever. It could be the case that sometimes she goes to the door and she waits patiently, but no one notices her. So Charlie might just learn that the only way to get outside is to bark and then stop. So just be aware of the temptation to set a boundary and to tell ourselves that it is for us, but it's really truly manipulative by thinking that if we put our consequence into place that the other person will be motivated to change. They actually might, but they also might not. The boundary is really so that we have a plan ahead of time so that we can just take the surprise out of situations and the being caught off guard of the situation and that we can feel like we are okay, that other people really can't shake up our world by what they do. We can always be okay because we have our boundaries, because we have our own back, because the worst thing that can happen to us actually comes down to a feeling. And we can do that. We are safe and we are okay. Have a beautiful week, my friends.